What's up, everyone? It's JLP coming to you all with a brand new episode titled That Friend Game Thing, plus a short Q&A at the end. And on tonight, we're going to go ahead and debunk these games that we as young people and millennials, we sometimes play. Let's admit, we sometimes play these games. I'm not saying I do, but <laughs> perhaps you have in the past or you know of someone who continuously played these games, right? And the games that I'm referring to are the texting game, the best friend game, the friends with benefits games, the single taking, talking, and seeing that person game. All right, we're gonna talk about all of these games and explain why we should discontinue them in 2019 and beyond. For those who've been keeping up with the Mastering Singlet podcast since day one, you know we strive to always keep it real and godly. If God is in it, then you know it has to be real. So we don't try to sugarcoat anything. Every episode we produce is supported by biblical standards and references. From that being said, I would like to add if you, yes you, yes you're listening to this podcast, right? So if you are interested in someone I'm talking to the gents here, the fellas. If you are interested in someone, don't play games. No, I'm serious. Don't play games. Keep it real and straight to the point with her. Make your intentions visible, not invisible. On tonight's episode, I'll be using an example from the word of God to show you a man of God who did just that. And in general, for those of you, ladies and guys, who are interested or seeking to have a relationship with someone who you seem to see as a good candidate, do know that if you are serious about having a relationship, this means you don't have any time to be playing no games. Straight up. (laughs) All right. So first, let's go ahead and discuss the texting game. So the texting game, I know sounds crazy, but it, it exists. Um, And I'm pretty sure some of you have heard of this. Um, Maybe some of you have played this, you know, or maybe have, you know, been the victim of this game. Um, From what I've heard, well, I've heard different versions. The texting game is when the guy texts the girl first, officially gives the first text. And the girl waits to receive that text. Then girl replies. Then afterwards... You know, there's some exchanges between the guy and the girl. And then all of a sudden, the guy goes ghost. And a lot of guys, when they go ghost or when they take a longer period of time to answer a girl's text message, in their mind, they believe that, you know, that's going to allow them to know if the girl was really feeling them, if the girl was really liking them, you know, or if the girl's really interested. But to me, I feel like that's one of the most stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, and so, yeah, so this is one of the games that I see that is prevalent in our generation and it has to go, it has to go. Tonight, I may end up discontinuing the texting game and other games we as young people take pleasure in. Listen, now listen, I don't, I'm not trying to create a war here. I'm just, you know, trying to help change the culture (laughs) when it comes to singlehood and relationships. I'm just trying to save some hearts from getting broken and I'm just trying to, you know, help you to not waste your time and give encouragement to those who are ready for a godly relationship and take that next step and getting it. Now, this texting game, we're not going to do this. We're not going to continue with this in 2019. I know I'm not. I haven't. But if you know you've been playing around with this texting game, sis, that has got to go, bro. You know, that's not going to let her know if you are serious about her. So, 
on to the next one. Now, to continue, this texting game, I think it has to do with a level of insecurity from both sides, you know, from guys and girls. You know, I feel like, you know, as young adults, we're not in the recess period. What do I mean by that? We're not in elementary school. You know, when you were elementary school, there was a period between the hours of school where you had recess to play with your friends. We're not in this period anymore. It's not about playing hide and seek. So when you guys do this texting game, it's like you dudes, you go hide and it's like the girl has to go seek. No, 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 no. This is not recess. This is real life, real talk. So we're not going to do that. Okay, period. It is your job, men, to pursue her, to make your attentions known to her directly. All right. So I honestly think if you want to text someone because you care about them, that you should go ahead and text them. We don't have to make things complicated. We don't have to make things like overly, you know, romantic, you know, and exchanging text messages like right away, you know, just send a simple text. That's, that's all. I mean, I feel like as young people, you know, especially at the opposite, when we're of the opposite sex and making exchanges, um, when communicating, it's like, we always feel that it has to be more than a friend. No, it is possible for a guy and a girl to have friends, but there must be, you know, some direct exchange saying, Hey, you know, I'm interested in you. Um, but I don't like you in that way. I just want to be friends. All right, let, all right, let me be let me be nice. That doesn't sound quite nice, does it? No. There's a way we could go ahead and do that, but what I'm trying to say is that make your attentions known, okay? And like I was saying, I feel like it has to do with insecurity on, you know, in both sides. Um, I feel like sometimes we we go ahead and do this to try to protect ourselves because perhaps we don't want to get hurt, etc. and so forth. You know, I think the whole texting game is a myth and um, I'm busting that myth tonight. Ladies, let's text guys in the same manner and time frame we would text our girlfriends and say, you know, to a guy. You know, you don't have to act differently when you're texting, you know, a friend that is a guy. You know, if this friend is just a friend and he is a guy, go ahead and text him the way you text your regular friends who are girls. Simple as that you know so y'all know this was coming we're going to the next one the best friend game oh my gosh i'm gonna go ahead the best friend game do you know what i think about this game i think it's childish straight up i think it's childish i think it's played too many times by people who don't want to just really admit their true feelings for someone that they like and so because they don't want to admit it or perhaps they feel too afraid to share their real feelings with this individual they disguise it by calling him or her best friend am i wrong (laughs) and so they say best friend you know this person is my best friend but i want to be clear that these games i'm referring to is targeted to men and women relationships. I'm not talking about all relationships like friendships with the same sex. I say this for anyone who might have been lost. I'm all about clarity and so I think everyone is with me now, okay? When it comes to the best friend game, 
Those who are serious about pursuing a relationship won't hide away from their feelings. Instead, they will express them to the one they are growing fond of. So, for example, if you if you are a, a, a excuse me, if you are a girl, right, and there's this guy that you're attracted to, um, there's this guy that you are interested in, and you guys have been talking, and you guys you know have known each other for a while, and you guys you know are friends and so forth. You know, um, I don't think it's right for you to now start saying to all your girlfriends, oh, this is my best friend. No, don't lie to them and say this is your best friend. You know, a best friend is simple. You know, it's just best friend. It's not in a romantic aspect. So if you know deep down within your heart, you like this individual, you like this guy more than a friend, more than a best friend, just go ahead and admit it to yourself first and pray about it and pray about it. Um, in a way where you can now allow the Holy Spirit to direct you to show um, how can you um, at least you know show the guy to that you are interested without having to seem thirsty, as we say, or desperate, okay? And let me tell you guys another thing that I don't like about the best friend game. When you go around and, and saying to other people that this guy is your best friend, What's going to happen is that your feeling eventually is going to get hurt. What do I mean by that? For example, because you're saying this person is your best friend, any other girl, right? Any other young lady, when they see you two together, they're not going to they're not going to respect the fact that perhaps you have feelings for him. In her eyes, she's going to just see, "Oh, this is your best friend, so this means that I have a chance with him." Do you get me? <laughs> Do you get me? So to protect your own heart and, you know, to, to protect your own integrity, you know, don't get mad now if someone is trying to hit on somebody that you actually had feelings, like real feelings um, for, you know, I've seen that happen. So guys, we just need to cut it out. Let's stop with this best friend game. If you are a guy and you are interested with, you know, in a girl, just go ahead and let your feelings be known to her. Um, if you are afraid to let your feelings be known because you are afraid to be rejected, go ahead and take it to prayer. You know, God is in every detail. God cares about every aspect, you know, every area in our lives. And so anything that you're dealing with that is too difficult for you, even when it comes to relationships, go ahead and take it to God and he will give you the strength and wisdom that you need in order to you know, articulate and communicate your feelings and your emotions to that person that you're interested in. All right, so tonight, yeah, we're going in. We're going in. You thought I'm going in right now? I'm going deeper. We need, y'all, we need to hold ourselves more accountable in doing relationships the right way. We need to educate ourselves more on what feelings are and what to do with them when we have them. We need to learn how to have conversation that is interesting, pure, and fun without anything else having to be so two ways, four ways, over, under, backwards, sideways, upside down. You get where I'm going with this. What do I mean by that? Like I said, say whatever it is that you're feeling for what it is. You know, if you know that without a doubt, 100%, you and this guy, all you are, you know, all you guys are, are friends, perfect. Be able to communicate that to the rest 
you know, of those who are in your surrounding to the rest of those who are in your crew, right? But don't go ahead and like have this relationship in your mind or just have this relationship via text message and then, you know, every time when you see other people, you know, you're just claiming this person, oh, this is just a friend. But when it comes to the texting game, you know that it's not it's not true at all. You guys are communicating via text message, not in a language um, that, you know, a friendship would be with a guy, okay? So, in short terms, if you are claiming that you are friends with someone of the opposite sex, then treat them like you were to treat any friend. Why lie to yourself? Why lie to each other? I think it's possible for guys and girls to be only friends. I believe a lot of people who don't believe this, you know, is because they sometimes too are, you know, afraid that, um, again, their feelings will get hurt if they start um, catching feelings, etc. But I do think that it is possible for guys and girls just to be friends. As long as they both up front say it for what it is, this is a friendship, this relationship that you and I have, it is a friendship. Am I saying that it can be more? Of course, it could be more later on. But here, I'm going to stop right there. Before anything has a transition, say, for instance, you are a girl, you know, and you have a guy, you guys are friends, and you guys really, you know, like to be around each other. You guys really like um, to have dialogue with one another. And let's say maybe perhaps both of you guys are wanting to take things to the next level and are wanting to enter a romantic relationship. Before that even happens, before that transition occur, you have to know that communication is key. You know, if you like if y'all were just friends, you can't just out of nowhere just start calling each other baby, bae, you know, and spreading words like I love you after every text. I mean, like, where did that come from? If you guys were just friends, I feel like you owe it to yourselves to respect one another and um, put the feelings out there in a proper manner before you start just changing the language out of nowhere. You get what I'm saying? And so I believe communication is key. If you feel right now that in the friendship that you're in, it's been at this level for a while and you feel like things could get to the next level you feel like you know you both deserve um you know more of each other's time you know to just really just start growing together and building uh, a, a beautiful relationship go ahead and express that to one another but don't just out of nowhere just calling each other bae you know and baby and stuff like that if you guys didn't acknowledge it you know to begin with it's important to also acknowledge it too to one another um, before you go deeper um, to the next level. So yeah, communication is key. If you, again, if you guys are having feelings, if you are, you know, having feelings for a friend of the opposite sex, don't just go with the flow. No, 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 no. Don't just go with the flow. No, address it to your friend. See what they think. And if they have feelings for you too, you see where I'm going with this, right? You both stay in prayer, pray about it. Seek God's counsel to know whether you guys should indeed um, embark to, you know, embark into a new chapter um, as girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, and so forth. There needs to be boundaries. Pretty much what I would say um, to really 
put an end to this is that there needs to be boundaries before any transition can successfully take place from being at a friend level, a friend zone, to now say a more than a friend zone, right? To a potential relationship with this individual. All right. So I'm like that friend who, by the grace of God, can call things for what they are. Sometimes I hear my peers saying the phrase of the, you know, or the line, oh, that's my best friend. And to be honest with you all, I just cringe because I know for a fact y'all not just best friend, okay? Y'all more than best friends. Who y'all trying to fool? You know, I was talking to my sister one time and I seriously told her that, you know, there are certain words you should not be exchanging with a guy that you claim to just be your friends. If you guys are seriously just friends, there are certain words that you should not say to one another. And I'll go ahead um, and explain. For example, me personally, if I have a guy and I'm friends with this guy, I'm not going to be saying words or phrases to this guy that I should be saying to someone that I am romantically linked to. And these are certain words I'm, I'm referring to here. Babe, baby, hubby, hun. No way, man. Like, you're not going to hear me. You're not going to hear JLP talk to my guy friends and calling them baby bay. That's just weird. Because to me, I feel that the friends that I'm with who are guys, you know, the, the friends that I have who are guys, I see them as brothers, brothers in Christ. It would be very weird of me to call them that. Am I the only one? Do I have anybody like me right now? Am I the only one? So if there's any ladies on this line listening to the podcast, if you are feeling what I'm feeling, if you get what I am saying, go ahead and leave me a comment on iTunes or on Instagram at it's underscore underscore JLP. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it for real though, because I don't know how some people can do it. How can you go ahead and call your best friend? Bay, I don't understand. Since when did he, you know, jump from best friend to bae? Okay, all right, maybe it's just me. But yeah, you know, there are some people who call their guy friends and vice versa. These terms, these words. But y'all have no business to be calling someone else's future Boaz bae. If he ain't your bae, if she ain't your bae, then why even call him or her bae? And I don't get how some people say, oh, we... We call each other bae, baby, you know, we're just playing, we're just playing, we're having a good time, we're just best friends. Seriously though, yo, mm-mm, mm-mm, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. So, I shared some of these names, um, I personally would not call my guy friends, um, and I know that you guys are serious to know then what names do I call them when I'm talking with them or when I'm socializing? Well, ladies, I'll help you figure that out um, by just giving it, giving it to you. So, so these are the names that I call my guy friends. Hey, bro, bruh, kid. Their names. No, seriously, they're actual names, not a name that I've created for them. <laughs> And that's it, really easy, simple. It really does not need to be complicated. We just need to be honest. And I believe that that's how it should be. There are ways that we should communicate with our guy friends without us having to make things complicated and, you know, 
making the other person, you know, the other party feel like that we like them when we seriously don't. Or maybe perhaps you do like them, but they don't know that, you know? And so let's just try to like make things less complicated. So this episode just got realer and godlier. I know those are not words, but you can create adjectives, you know, when you're a rapper. Yeah, I'm a rapper, bruh. I'm just kidding. I'm no rapper. <laughs> hey, by the way, ladies, tomorrow night, Pastor Sylvie R. Jedone, the author of Crowns and Thors, will be hosting an event called Morning Glory starting at 9 a.m. Go ahead and enjoy. Kick your weekend with a booster, prayer and exhortation, and have this boost all the way to your upcoming new week. So ladies, come out and expect God to meet you where you need him to. The address for this event is located at 6331 West Commercial Boulevard, Tamarack, Florida, 33319. And again, the event kicks at 9 a.m. Morning Glory. Again, the address is 6331 West Commercial Boulevard, Tamarack, Florida, 33319. And again, it kicks off at 9 a.m. All right, y'all, let's go back to the episode. That friend game thing. I hope that you guys are loving the episode. I know that I'm having a ball right now. So now the reason, okay, guys, the reason that I even, you know, came up with this episode, you know, the reason why I wanted to debunk these games is because I believe you owe it to yourself, whether you're a man or a woman, young lady, young man, you owe it to yourself to give your time and attention to someone who will acknowledge your worth. Someone who is not interested in playing silly games. Instead, they are interested in you. They are generally interested in you because they admire you. They think you're an amazing person and want to get to know you for who you really are. This portion of the episode is going to be open to everyone, but I really want to take this time for the men to listen closely. If you men are serious about pursuing and having a godly relationship with a woman you're very much interested in and how to do it the right way and make sure you are both honoring God, yourself, and each other, don't disrespect yourself to respect someone else's desires first and foremost. And also, don't disrespect God and his ways just to satisfy someone else because he or she is pleasing to your eyes or their words is pleasing to your ears, all right? You guys can take notes if you want. To continue, fellas, men, young men, gents, make your intention, motives, purpose, and vision visible, not invisible. The character that I'll go ahead and be using to better assist for you guys to understand the importance of making your intentions, motives, purpose, vision visible, not invisible when it comes to pursuing that that young lady that you are interested in, that you'd say, man, I could really see her as my future wife, is going to be the character of Jacob, Jacob from the Bible, Jacob, who was also the father of Joseph. We're going to go ahead and be reading Genesis chapter 29. We're going to go ahead and start to really look through the passage beginning at verse 18. And so I'm going to go ahead and read read it from verse 18 all the way to verse 28. And there are certain specific verses that I want for us to pay attention to tonight, especially you men, young men. Genesis chapter 29 verse 18. 
Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for her. You know, I'll work for you, excuse me, seven years and return for your younger daughter, Rachel. Verse 19, Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than to some other men. Stay here with me. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. I'm going to stop right there. I want you men to pay attention to what just happened here. Jacob here is very much interested in Rachel. Jacob didn't yet met, you know, she, he didn't get, you know, exchange with Rachel, but he saw Rachel and he already had the desire to pursue Rachel. And he addressed, you know, he approached Rachel's father and asked his father um, to be able to give Rachel unto him as his wife. But his father did not want for Jacob to have Rachel immediately. Instead, you know, his father said, you need to go ahead and work for me for seven years. Now, I want you guys to pay attention that um, to verse 20, where it says, So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. I want you guys to pay attention to this. All right, fellas, I'm talking to you all. I want you guys to pay attention to this. It does not, it does not take the guy too long to show his intentions to a young woman, to let the young woman know for what reason or what matter or what motive does he have to be pursuing her or talking to her or wanting to get getting to know her better okay and i also want you to pay attention that jacob decided to work seven years seven years is not seven weeks seven years is not seven months it's seven years okay just to get rachel just so that rachel could be his Let's continue to verse 21. And it says, Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife. <laughs> Give me my wife. My time is completed and I want to make love to her. I'm going to stop here. Jacob recognized Rachel as his wife before Rachel officially became his wife. You young men, some of you are wasting time playing these silly games, these texting games, these best friend games, but you have no intention to make that young lady you're talking to to be your wife. And some of you know that the young lady you're talking to is not your wife. They do not believe in the same God as you. They do not want to uh, um, practice purity. They do not want to practice holiness. They also want to go ahead and play these childish games. They also want to go ahead and play these silly games. But here... Here in the word of God, in verse 21, Jacob called Rachel his wife. He said to Rachel's father, Laban, give me my wife. I want for you young men to know, did you see your wife today? The young lady you're speaking to, does she look like wifey material or wife material? Do you really want to make her your wife? If not, why are you wasting her time? And why are you wasting your time? All right. And I want you guys to pay attention to the end part of verse 21 where Jacob said, my time is completed and I want to make love to her. Now, 
there's a lot of young men i've heard it you know i don't know if she's the one you know there's plenty of fishes in the sea i have to see what i like you know i have to you know try it on before i know that i like it you know i have to ride it before i know i like this car i want this car no not at all mm -mm. it doesn't take that long fellas for you to see or for you to know oh man this young lady she's my wife and I'm speaking right now to the ladies too. It does not take a man too long to recognize you as his wife. It doesn't even have to take him um, like it did Jacob, seven years. And what I want for you guys to pay attention to here, it's not that it took Jacob seven years to recognize Rachel as his wife. No, no, no. He already recognized Rachel as his wife. It took him seven years to work for Rachel, meaning it took him seven years to get his stuff together. It took him seven years to, you know, be able to have money, to be able to build his finances. You know, there's some of you guys, you guys just want the pleasures of life, right? But you guys don't have vision. You don't have purpose. You're not paying attention to build up the purpose that God has deposited within you. How are you going to be able to, you know, uh, provide for your future wife, your future children? How are you going to be able to leave a long lasting legacy if you're not taking these years right now to prepare for it? And to work for them, to work for your future, your future, um, your future, to work for your um, future family, excuse me, your future wife. Jacob took seven years to work for his future, to work for his wife, Rachel, to get her, to be able to have a family with her. And in the word of God, it says, because he loved her, the seven years felt like only a few days I'm gonna stop right there I want to I want to bring this back you know I want to bring this to light I mean you know what I'm about to say here next he worked seven years for Rachel to get Rachel as his wife from her father Laban and in the word of God it says that the seven years felt like a few days to Jacob fellas young men some of you guys get irritated when young women, young ladies tell you they're going to wait for marriage to have sex. They're going to wait to do it God's way. And you're like, oh, no, I can't wait that long. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for one year, for two years, for three years. Nah, 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 nah. I can't wait that long. I need to satisfy my flesh. I need to be able to do what I want to do. But do you know if you really love her? That girl that you call bae, you know, that young lady that you call wifey, girlfriend, you name it. Do you know if you really love her that waiting until marriage will feel only a few days for you? It will only feel like a few days for you, just like it felt for Jacob. Man, I don't know if you guys listen to me right now. I don't know. Am I, do you guys hear me, fellas? It will only feel like a few days for you. The same way that it felt like a few days for Jacob. Let's continue. Let's continue on. Let's skip and continue on to verse 25. Verse 25 says, when morning came, there was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, what, what is this you have done to me? I served you for Rachel, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? Verse 26, Laban replied, it is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one. Verse 27, finish this daughter's bridal week. Then we will give 
you the younger one also in return for another seven years of work oh, oh my gosh fellas do you know that jacob had to work another seven years to get rachel during that time it is the jewish custom for the fathers to give the younger daughter away Excuse me. During that time, it is the um, Jewish um, custom to give the excuse me older daughter away than the younger one. Now Rachel was younger than Leah, and remember, Rachel was the one that Jacob loved to begin with. Jacob didn't love Leah. Okay, he loved Rachel, and even though he was upset, he still ended up working another seven years just to get Rachel. Even though he was upset, he didn't complain. He continued on, you know, working for her for seven years. Just to be able to be with her, to call her his wife. And in verse 28, it says, And Jacob did so. He finished the week with Leah, and then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to be his wife. Laban gave his servant Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her attendant. Verse 30, Jacob made love to Rachel, then his love, excuse me, Jacob made love to Rachel also, and his love for Rachel was greater than his love for Leah, and he worked for Laban another seven years. Now, ladies, I'm speaking to you ladies now. From reading the story of Jacob and Rachel, know that the man who likes you or is interested in you or loves you will pursue you with good intentions. He will be direct with his motive. He won't keep you guessing his true feelings about you and the purpose of getting to know you from the start. He will make his intentions and motives and purpose for pursuing you clear from the get-go. He also, you know, he won't it won't take him long, all right? It won't take him long to realize you're the one for him. You're the one he wants to pursue more than just a friend. You're the one that he wants to spend the rest of his life with. And he wants to make you his wife, his purpose partner. It's not going to take him long. Again, I don't want you guys to confuse this. It didn't take Jacob seven years to recognize Rachel as his wife. No, that's not what happened there. He immediately, he immediately, immediately very much so recognized Rachel as his wife. But he had to prepare. Hear me right? He had to prepare seven years. For Rachel, he knew that Rachel was his wife, but he had to work for his future bride, for his future family, children, legacy. All right. Now, guys, I'm, I'm talking to the fellas again. I'm talking to the young men. For those who scratching their heads right now and is anxious. I know some of y'all scratching your heads right now saying, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I don't know what, I, you know, what to say. I'm speechless right now. You know, I want you guys to know this is not my opinion. This is biblical. Like we said in the beginning, we keep it real and godly. And we always go back to the Bible to support what we say. This is biblical, man. And we can see that from reading Genesis 29, you know, Jacob, he was clear on his intentions with, with um, Rachel. He made it clear to even Rachel's father, that he wanted to make Rachel his wife. And he recognized Rachel as a wife. He knew it. It didn't take him too long. It didn't take him a decade to want to put a ring on it. No, it didn't take him. 
all right so get that out of your heads when some people say oh my goodness you're too young to get married oh my goodness you're you're you know you've dated only six months why are you getting married so fast or why are you getting engaged so fast this bible passage refuse this refute it it is not about the length of time but it's about the sincereness of the heart it's about the sincereness of your intentions for that young lady it's about your sincereness and your love for that man too young ladies i'm speaking to you it's about having the right motives and intentions it's about already having your vision your purpose straight and knowing that you both have a vision and purpose that align with one another's you know a lot of you men you want a good woman a god-fearing woman who is faithful who is educated successful you know, who will support you, who will cook for you, who will dress you right. And ladies, a lot of you want a man who is strong, loving, you know, a gentleman, faithful, a man of vision, right? But I want for you ladies and gentlemen listening to this episode titled That Friend Game Thing that you can only reap what you sow. Reaping and sowing is not only applicable to sin and judgment or in the context of having finances, right? or karma, as some may say, it's about you. What are you reaping and sowing to become what you expect in a godly spouse? What are you doing to win her heart, men? What are you doing to have his attention? Ladies, Jacob sold seven years of labor to get Rachel, seven years. He gave seven years, men, of his lifetime energy to do work for her even before he had her even before they officially were husband and wife. He worked seven years to really get her father's approval, to become one with her. See how he waited seven years to get her, but again, he didn't wait seven years to know she was the one. Mm. I'll say that again. He waited seven years to get her, but he didn't wait seven years to know she was the one, to put a ring on it, to make his feelings to her known clearly. You know, I really am interested in you. You are a God-fearing woman. You are a woman of vision. You are a woman of valor. You are, you are a Proverbs 31 woman. Think about it. Let that sink in. Take notes if you have to. Take notes if you have to. Now, speaking of sewing, this August, right, this August of 2019 in Broward, if you reside in Broward County, Dade County, Palm Beach areas, there's going to be an amazing Millennials Youth Service open to everyone called The Awakening, hosted by a group of youth ministries here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And the service will be happening three days from August 9th to 11th, starting at 7 p.m. There's going to be some amazing performances by some of Broad's very own, such as Essence of God, Martyrs, singer Valerie Dantus, uplifting and impactful messages delivered by Pastor Claudia Jean Baptiste, Pastor Simon Nguayi, and so much more. Take this opportunity to sow into your spiritual walk and, and the purpose that God has for your life so that you may reap your God-given destiny. Listen, we're going we're gonna to continue where we left off. Listen, we all need to be more intentional with the way we treat, again, those we call our friends. 
We should not be playing with people's hearts and feelings. Let our yes be yes and our no be no. In other words, if you claim someone of the opposite sex, your friend, make sure that's all she or he is to you. If not, be honest with yourself and that other person. Don't fear your emotions and feelings. Understand them and learn to properly communicate them, whether it be in a romantic or friendship relationship. Lastly, respect and honor God first, yourself and others, by your words, actions, intentions, and attitude. The human heart is not something to play with. If you don't want someone, this is for the ladies and the gentlemen, if you don't want someone to be playing with your heart, don't play with theirs. Y'all, let's get rid of these friend games, texting games, single ticking, or talking game in 2019. I'ma pause here. Almost forgot to describe the single ticking or talking game. So, from that I know of, the single ticking talking game is pretty much someone who is confused. Let's be honest. Someone who is indecisive. And so we need to be able, again, like I mentioned, we have to be able to properly communicate our feelings and emotions and yet still be able to guard our hearts, still be able to protect our peace, right, and our space. Again, let your yes be yes and your no be no. If you're not interested in being in a relationship and you're speaking to someone that really is interested in being in a relationship with you, be honest with that person. Don't just lead that person on. Be transparent with that person, all right? If it's talking, let it just be talking. Hey, I just want to get to know you and just exchange pure conversation. If you're talking to someone, I I don't think you guys should be like, again, using the language that you would use if you guys were in a relationship setting. It's either you're single, it's either you're taken, or it's either you're just getting to know somebody through conversation. Now... Let's get rid of these friend games, okay? Once and for all, these silly games, once and for all. Now, I said a lot. I said a mouthful, um, you know, from reading the passage, chapter um, Genesis chapter 29. And I encourage you guys to really go ahead and take the time to read it um, thoroughly. Um, because of the sake of time, I'm not going to go ahead and go too much in depth with it. I may go ahead, if God willing, write a blog post or perhaps do another type of um, podcast episode for that. But however, I just wanted for you guys to see how important intentions are. Ladies, look at his intentions. Don't look at his pretty face. Don't just say, oh my gosh, he's so handsome. He's so fine. Fellas, don't just look at, oh my goodness, she's so cute, she's so beautiful. No, look at her intentions. Look at her motives. Actions do really speak louder than words. What are their actions? Are they texting you the same way that you're texting them back? Are they speaking to you the same way that you're speaking to them? Are they giving you the same level of respect and love that you're giving to them? Actions, intentions, attitude, the motives, they really matter. That is what that's going to allow you to identify whether this is your potential wife, this is your potential husband, and allow you to protect your heart and not waste your time. Don't fear your emotions and feelings. Understand them and learn to properly communicate them, whether it be romantically or in a friendship setting. 
Lastly, I want to say this. If you believe, I'm going to say it again. If you believe you are ready for a relationship or to meet the one or to take that next step or to get married, then guys, we got to we we got to go of these of these silly games, okay? We got to we got to go of these friend games. All right? Well, this is the end of the episode. Before I say the closing words, I just want to go ahead and remind you all, we're going to have our very first Mastery Singlehood live session this summer, August 17, 2019. Stay tuned to get more info concerning the venue and also what to expect by following me via social media. It is Facebook JLP Network. When you go on Facebook, facebook.com slash JLP Network. And on Instagram, it is it's at underscore underscore JLP again. Instagram, it's ITS underscore underscore JLP. And you could also feel free to visit my website, jlpnetwork.com. Again, jlpnetwork.com. Well, we've reached the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I had fun. Trust me, I had fun to really, you know, um, just allow myself to get it ready for y'all. And I just want to say this. You know, I really do hope that you enjoyed it. You found it funny and encouraging. But hey, I want to say this to the couples who are listening to me right now on the Mastering Sing Good podcast. Couples, keep putting Jesus at the center of your relationship and singles keep putting Jesus at the center of your life because for many of you singles I know and I believe by faith I want you guys to get closer get closer to your phone or get closer to your desktop or just turn turn the volume louder I believe by faith that 2019 will be your last year single receive that today y'all I said receive it today Stay encouraged. And again, this was JLP. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Take care. Until next time, peace out. We're back. We're, yep, that's right. We didn't forget the Q&A. We're still having the Q&A. This is part two to that friend game thing. This is the Q&A edition. And... On tonight, there's three questions we're going to be answering on this Q&A. The first question is someone um, by the name of Ashley sent it in. And I'm going to go ahead and answer her question. But first, you want to know what question she sent in. So Ashley said, "Um, do you think it's right for me to go ahead and go out with this guy that I really don't know anything about? We met once, um, but he just told me that he really wanted to um go out with me but i really really don't know this guy all right so ashley to answer this question i would say you know express that to him you know just like i said in um our episode that franking thing express your 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 feeling about the situation um there's nothing wrong if you feel that way like you don't want to give a direct response and saying hey okay i'll go out with you um personally i believe that you know it's so important to have a friendship to build a friendship with someone before you then end up um 
having a relationship with them romantically and so just express to him your views just express to him um your thoughts on it you know in a way where he will receive it he won't feel like he's being rejected but he will be like okay cool and you guys could just be mutual with one another and just really just get to know each other um just ask questions that are important to you um questions that of course you would want to know about him like you would want to know okay have you been arrested before and stuff like that so just keep it honest keep it real and i'm pretty sure that he's going to respect um whatever you have to say since he went out of his way to ask you in the first place so that means he already cares about you and he already cares about what you have to say all right the next question i have okay and it's coming from Rebecca. And her question is, what do you do when everyone who is around you seems to be booed up, but you are here and you're seizing a singlehood and you're feeling like all hope is lost? Okay. All right. Wow, this is a deep one. Well, Rebecca, I want to first and foremost tell you that, you know, God, he is the author of your life. He's also the author of your faith. And if you're willing, he will definitely be the author of your love story. You know, sometimes there are certain things that are out of our control. The Bible let us know that God, he has already written our days. He already ordained for whatever event to occur in our lives. So he knows, in fact, the day that you're going to get married. He already knows who you're going to be married to. You know, there are certain things that is hidden from us for a specific time and reason. And sometimes we could have anxiety because we just so desire to have that, you know, to have a relationship, to feel loved and wanted and stuff like that. But you need to know that first and foremost, if you are a Christian and um, and I just know even if you're not a Christian, you know, just know that Jesus does love you and that he is our first love. And it's important for all of us, myself included, we need to know that Jesus is our first love. And if we're not taking the time to nurture our relationship with Jesus, we'll never be able to nurture our relationship with our future someone, you know, with our future spouse, with the one that God has, uh, um, you know, destined to be, you know, our, 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 our godly spouse. Now, if you do have desire for a relationship or if you do have the desire for a marriage, that means God has placed this desire in your heart. And so if it is there, there's no need to doubt that it's not going to come. Um, it is going to come, you know, don't don't doubt it, but know that God has placed that desire in your heart and you just need to keep on seeking him and make sure that you're all about purpose and pursuing whatever plan and work he has for your life. And soon before you know it, he's going to allow that person he has ordained to be your future spouse to come in your direction. But until then, just stay encouraged. Know that Jesus loves you. Know that he is the author of everything in your life and he will never disappoint you. All right. I hope that you were greatly encouraged by my response. And the last question we have for tonight is coming from a gentleman um, by the name of Jeremy. Jeremy said, you know, there's this girl that I like. We were friends, but I'm starting to feel like I want to be more than friends. But I can tell that she does not want the same. I don't really want to put my feelings out there just to hear that, you know, I'm being placed in the friend zone. How can I properly explain my emotions to her without having to feel, you know, without having to face rejection? All right, Jeremy, um, I know this is very tough on you. Um, and I even actually explained this um, in the episode, that friend game thing. Um, I would say to you, you know, just take it to God first. 
you know the bible says in matthew 6 verse 33 seeking first the righteousness the kingdom of god all these things shall be added unto you you know the righteousness is from jesus himself you know jesus is our righteousness right and so everything that is in the kingdom belongs to us too because we are cohorts in christ and the kingdom of God, really, what it is for us, you know, is to be victorious, is to be able to operate in the ways of God. And God's will for us is to be blessed. God wants us to be blessed. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be um, stress-free. He wants us to have freedom, right? He doesn't want you to have anxiety. He doesn't want you to have fear. You know, he doesn't want fear to be master. He wants you to operate in faith. And so I could feel that, you know, you don't want to face rejection, but hey, listen, if you never act, sometimes you will never know what that other person is going to say. You just assume perhaps she's going to put you in the friend zone, but have, but did you even take this chance, you know, to step out in faith to just know what she's going to say? You know, sometimes what we have in our mind, sometimes our perspective is not really the other person's perspective. So even though you may perhaps feel like, man, she's going to just, you know, say, oh, we're just friends. Maybe perhaps she's scared and she's waiting for you to make the first move to express your real feelings towards her now. Um, especially because you already mentioned you guys have been um, together for a while, meaning you guys have been friends for a while. And now you're seeing her as more than just a friend. So I really hope that you were greatly encouraged by my response. And for all of you guys who submitted the questions, please go ahead and continue to submit them. I'm always happy to go ahead and ask the Lord to give me wisdom to be able to answer it in a way that you can take it, you could go along with it, and it will greatly encourage you in the season that you're in. Make sure to, to also leave me a review or rating on iTunes. Let me know how this podcast has been a blessing to you. Give me your feedback. Let me know what other topics you would love for me to discuss on the Mastering Single Podcast. And I'll be gladly um, to do them, to discuss them on here. Thank you so much. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. This was JLP. Take care. Until next time, peace out.